0: My name is Janet Shreve. I'm the director of Shreve Care Services, and this is my podcast, You Care, I Care, talking with people who have different experiences of the care sector. This is my first podcast to really introduce myself, to talk about why I wanted to do this and my reasons behind it. I've worked in care since 2008, never ever expecting to find myself working in this career because um, prior to that, Um, I used to teach Italian um, and actually my degree is in Italian having um, spent some time in Italy um, over the years and the reason I actually did Italian at school was because I was pretty hopeless at biology so it seemed a better option. I come from Hull. I haven't lived in Hull for many years and I moved to Kent um, following my marriage and I moved from Kent to Bristol following my divorce. I'm extraordinarily lucky. I have two amazing daughters of whom I'm extremely proud. Um, One lives in Bristol, one lives in Kent, and each of them have three children. So I have six grandchildren of whom I'm also extremely proud. And they probably do get away with murder. As I'm frequently told by my daughters, you were nowhere near as lenient with us. As I said, I hadn't expected to work in the care sector. I started work with um, a company in Kent back in 2008, working in living care. And when I moved to Bristol, I carried on and worked with um, other living care companies, setting them up and subsequently um, being involved with one particular company being acquired by another. Last year, following various different scenarios of which I had not anticipated to find myself in, I decided to set up my own consultancy. This was a pretty big decision to make and it wasn't something I really thought about in huge amounts of detail because it came out of the blue. But one of the things I've learned over the years is the importance of people and the importance of networking and the importance of how you will use people and they will use you. And I use the word use deliberately because we all use one another in different ways and that can be in either a positive or a negative way. The people I've met over the many, many years I've worked in all different sectors have been absolutely fantastic for the most part. And when I set up um, Truth Care Services, I can honestly say that my old colleague and um, previous MD, Paul Watson, was one of my biggest supporters. And he has very kindly agreed at a later date to come on and be part of my podcast. You realise how much you rely on other people, and care is a sector that without any question relies on people. And working in care, I have seen so many different people of whom I have huge admiration. Whilst I have worked in care for now, getting on for nearly 15 years, I've never actually delivered the care myself, but I have watched people deliver not just amazing care, but it's the way they care, it's the way they talk to people, their approach to people, what they expect of people and how they will fight for the people that they want to have the right support and care. And not only that, I've met some people who really want to change the way that the care sector um, operates. As we all know, care is in crisis, there are lots of things that need to be sorted, there's not enough money there's not enough um, carers in the country to provide the care that people need. We are really battling against what is a very, very tricky situation. So, why did I decide to do this? Well, for many years, I've always thought that the people who don't really have a voice are the people who are actually delivering care themselves, people who are supporting different family members, people who are fighting for different things for their family members, and also small businesses who are setting up care agencies, who are looking to maybe just add a little bit of a difference to what is a really, really, really demanding and very important sector. So many of my guests are not just care providers. Yes, I'm here to obviously talk to the people I you know, would like to work with and Um, have had some opportunity to work with in the past, but also just ordinary people, people who have children, who have different aspects um, that require care, that require support. I also have got people coming on who have fought for other family members to receive the care and support that they require. And I've got different businesses as well. But equally, what I would like to do over the next however many podcasts I make... And um, I seem to be in a very, very fortunate position to have lots of different people who are willing to talk to me. Because care isn't just about providing somebody who will come in and deal with your personal care. It's somebody who will sit and talk to you. The companionship side of care is so important and is often neglected because we're too busy rushing to sort of go to the next person to deliver another set of care. I think when you sit and listen to the many people that require care, and I have had the fortunate situation to be able to do this, I have in many cases learned so much. I remember oh, probably about four or five years ago when I was working with um, a company that provided living care, I went to see a gentleman in, in hospital, he was actually in the Royal Berkshire Hospital, lovely man, had no children, his wife had died and we were trying to sort out a carer for him. After much toing and fro and it was a very tricky time because it was over Easter and finding somebody who was willing to do it, we eventually sent him home with somebody he was quite concerned about at the time because he wasn't sure that she had the right qualifications, she was going to fit in because he lived in a small village. It ended up that that particular carer stayed with him for nearly two years on and off, obviously not all the time because she had breaks. But she was an amazing person. I think he learnt a lot from her. She learnt a lot from him. But when I was talking to him, when I saw him in that hospital bed, as you often do when you go into hospitals, you just see a very frail old gentleman. But this gentleman had been one of the engineers who had developed the system that is the interfueling scenario that goes on between planes when they're in midair. And when I went to his house, um I I will never forget, he had three photographs of his wife on the wall. And I can remember coming out and crying in the car because they were the most beautiful photographs of anybody I'd ever seen. And it was so clear, he totally adored this lady. And he talked about it in a way that still stays with me now. I have, over the years, met many people like that, whose stories, when they come out, because you look at them and you think, oh yeah, they're just, you know, 89 years old, they haven't done this, they haven't done that it never ceases to amaze me how much people have done. And at that point, I'll probably um, sort of refer back to my, my own parents in that I learnt a lot from them as well. And one of the things we don't ever do is really say how grateful we are to people. And one of the things I would like to make very clear is I'm extremely grateful to people who have supported me. The reason I'm doing this podcast is courtesy of, I would say, my friend, although we do work together, Fiona Scott and Hannah Edwards, who have been huge support over the last three or four months. Because I came to Fiona's podcast day back in August and I thought this is something I really want to do. I think I can do. I think I can serve a purpose by doing it. And And I've had a huge amount of support setting it up, including Hannah, who's very kindly sort of sitting here trying to make me not look such a complete idiot when it comes to technology. So those are two people I would like to recognise. I would also like to recognise my colleague, Julie Prowse, who will probably kill me when she hears this because she doesn't know I'm going to do this. Julie and I used to live very close to one another. She now is working with me. She is my assistant. And she has told me I've got a brain that's like a can of worms because it goes in all different directions. And somehow or other, she makes a bit of sense of it. But her support and kindness has been above and beyond. And probably without her, I wouldn't be sitting here either. She does cope with my um, moments when I'm having a hissy fit about something. And she also puts me in order. But equally, I hope, I really do hope that this podcast reaches people who perhaps had never really thought about different aspects of care, who hadn't really thought about how hard people work within the care sector, because the care sector is a crisis. You go to care, you need care, when something happens suddenly, and you have to sort yourself out very suddenly, which can be extraordinarily difficult. So for me, it was always about, let's see who we can talk to, to make sure that everybody is represented within the care sector. We also have people as well who have been in the NHS that I've worked with who support the care sector and really recognise the need for some change and have been working towards helping people I know change things and make things a bit easier for people. So hopefully over the next, however long these podcasts last, we will all find something from this that perhaps we didn't know about. If anybody obviously has any queries about anything or if anybody wants to talk about anything, I'm always very happy to do so.